Dear Diary, this is how Shamanda felt. Last week, like always, we had a lot going on. We exercised a Christmas demon. Sure, that's wonderful. We had to rush off to a power plant. And everyone just kind of ignored the fact that I revealed that I have two souls inside of me. What am I supposed to do with this? Every single time I feel like something big happens for me, it's overshadowed. CEJ's dead. I get it. That's a really big deal. But also, I'm a young girl with more than enough souls inside of me. What happens if I die? Maybe I wanted to be a demon. Who knows? Maybe Adam and I were moving too fast. We're in high school. Who knows if we're supposed to end up together? And he seems to be fine just becoming a mothman, whoever he is. But who is Shamanda? <sighs> I guess I'll find out later. Welcome to Mystery County Monster Hunters Club, where we use dice to tell a story of missing mundanes and amphibious antagonists. I'm Tyler Samples, your keeper of monsters and mysteries. Let's meet our players. Hi, everybody. I'm Rashawn Nadine Scott, and my character is Shamanda Felt, the crooked. And, you know, they say one is the loneliest number, but I think two, two is excessive. Hi, I'm Jeff Murdoch, and I play the character Adam Miller, the monstrous. And let's just say I love sin. My cousin. Hi, this is Aaron Rain. I play Crashly Grenadine, the flake. And, I mean, I don't need a lust demon to tell me I'm about to kill a lizard. Hi, everybody. I'm Claire Linick. I play Susan Wexler, the expert. And everybody always asks me, yes, I've met Bigfoot. He's a little hoity-toity. Hey, everyone. I'm Alan Linick, and I play Derek Fleifer, who is a new character that I created. And he's fine, and he's mine, and his playbook's divine, and come and get Derek Fleifer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where we left off, C.E.J. had revealed his true self, namely that he is a salamander wearing the skin of C.E.J., the boy that you all knew and love, in the loading area of the Haverford Generating Station. Adam Miller is still outside, wrapped up in his cocoon. Before we go on any further, there's one very important thing that I want to establish, which is this. Lizards are not salamanders, and salamanders are not lizards. Salamanders are amphibians, and lizards are reptiles. They're different classes of animal. So just so that everybody knows, I understand the characters might not understand that difference, but I just want to make sure that the distinction is clear. My fourth grade animal boy brain has been going nuts over this so i just need to say for the record <laughs> in his household where someone has been and, calling them lizards salamanders and lizards are different <laughs> with oh, that man. being said no let's I, unpack that <laughs> yeah wait a second did we now why am i why was i offended by that <laughs> you know i think i think he's calling us stupid i i think you, you know check your own privilege dude just check the privilege at the door. <laughs> wow. All right. So All right. where we left off, though, again, is with CEJ has just revealed that specifically, and CEJ heavily in quotes, has been has revealed that they and their other salamander friends have purposely led you to the power plant loading area in order to get you. I think I want to just... 
I think I want to just start with like that moment and we'll just pick it up in real time. So CEJ, I think your line that you left off with was, we've been waiting for you. Is that right? Yes. So will you just take us back into the moment? Yep. So I have just pulled my mouth over the top of my head like I'm Alec Baldwin in Beetlejuice and um, announced that we've been waiting for everybody. And I think um, coming out from the shadows are Jeremy, Cynthia, and Joel, who are also... Excuse me. I'm so sorry. I wouldn't want to... Tyler, I'm so sorry. They're salamanders. (laughs) They're salamanders, um, which are distinctly non-lizard. And we we stare down the group and i i point at susan wexler and i'm like the time is wrong susan wexler she must be served um i'm going to let out a scream <laughs> that is just like pure anger and grief and in it i will be summoning a grief demon <laughs> so that that is uh, yeah that is what susan is doing and i want to take a moment to see what Janice <laughs> and oh, that's right. I'm Janice. Shamanda are doing. So first, oh, let's Janice. see. Shamanda, how are you? How is this <laughs> moment? Janice is here. Yeah. Shamanda. <laughs> Shamanda, what is this moment like for you? In this moment, I'm reeling, thinking back like, fuck, I should have followed him after that cold stone. This never would have happened if I hadn't left him alone. I was being so selfish. Great. Shamanda, you are going to have the condition guilty. Oh, damn it. And Susan, you are going to take an emotional condition from this as well. Which one? It sounds like it might be angrier that you oh, are angry. Yeah, it's anger for sure. Yeah. So you are going to take that condition. Janice, what is Janice's experience at this moment? This reminds me of the one time someone allowed me to take a hit of their LSD. And let me tell you what, usually they didn't want to share and this one time they, they did, I think they left it on the table by mistake, and I just dropped it on my tongue. And listen, I was seeing all kinds of crazy stuff, and I really think that this guy was there. I think this fellow was there, and uh, and I'm going to walk up to him, and I'm going to say, Is your name Charlie? Because I think I remember you from, you know, that place with the rocks. I followed y'all and your friends, but then we had a nice uh, talk. Are you How you doing? It's been a while. See, you, our uh, salamander, I'm just going to say, what is your response to that? Salamije? Salamije. <laughs> Ooh. What is Salamije's <laughs> response to Janice's question? I, I lick my eyeballs <laughs> um, and I kind of look at her confused and then I, I'm like, yeah, you're you're we- you're too weird. <laughs> but you, Susan, stop screaming. Susan, go ahead and roll. Use magic. Uh oh. As you oh. try to summon a grief demon, is that what you said? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So roll plus weird. I got an eight. An eight, great. So you, it will work imperfectly. So it looks like you are summoning a monster into the world. Is the effect? What's the glitch? Either the effect is weakened, the effect is of short duration, you take one harm, magic draws immediate unwelcome attention, or there is a problematic side effect. I think it's just going to be short duration. Okay. 
Great. Yeah. So as you, Salamije, point your finger at Susan off to your right, near where the other three salamanders are kind of emerging from the shadows, there is a schism in the dividing lines between dimensions and a grief demon is pulled into this reality. Susan, what does the grief demon look like and what is it capable of doing? Yeah, the grief demon is like two feet tall and almost all legs. And it almost like a laughable effect, but I think people feel very uneasy. Mm -hmm. Just even with its presence. What kind of unease? Um, I think it definitely has the capabilities of being inside people's minds. And it just uses that to like, you know, dampen the vibe, honestly. Okay. So I guess the question that I have, I love this, is does it feed on grief or does it promote grief? Like, does it create grief or does it respond to grief? It responds to grief. Okay, cool. So, it, like, when grief is present, it's drawn to grief. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then does it multiply that grief, like, create more of it or or dampen all feeling? I want to say that it dampens the feeling by maybe... Um... No, I lo- like some sort of choice. I, I love it. Yeah. I, th- I think I think what I'm going to say because I think this is a, a wonderful storytelling moment, and the fact that it's a predator means that presumably it wouldn't dampen all feeling because that would include grief, but it might dampen all feelings except grief. Mm-hmm. So that that's the only thing that is present and to feed because grief is obviously debilitating. So it makes sense that it would highlight that. So Salaman DJ, Salaman EJ. <laughs> When Salamije is pointing at Susan and saying, stop screaming, this thing appears and you all are fucking floored as just grief rolls over you. And Salamije, you experience it too. Oh, no. And Salamije, I want you to tell me the memory that you have, because what we have discovered is that these salamanders are imbued either through ritual or innate creation with the ability to carry memories from the the people they're impersonating so you have all or most of cej's memories the boy that you killed and in this moment this grief demon and i imagine that salamanders generally don't have like a huge emotional catalog of of experience you'd be surprised (laughs) since they are created (laughs) servants for layla But in this moment, because of the memories that you have in this thing, you do. You are experiencing grief for the first time. But since you have no real memories of that of your own, you only have CEJ's. So I want you to tell us CEJ's greatest memory of grief. Um, It was the day that he got pulled out of school when his parents disappeared. Um, and So it was a year and a half ago. And... He's we we kind of we see this classroom um, where CJ's doodling on a pad and not really paying attention, and the teacher's talking about like you know sense and sensibility. I think <laughs> is for sure mm-hmm. the the book of the day, um, and CJ he's doodling, and then all of a sudden the door to the classroom opens, and a police officer 
or not police officer because we don't have those, but like a the Cramo. Yeah, the comes in. crisis response and mediation officer. Yeah, and their uniform is kind of Ghostbustersy. <laughs> um, and they come in and they kind of and that's lean purposeful. Over. I do just want to say that is it. That is an intentional thing that everybody kind of. Because I think there was a public contest to design the uniforms when they abolished the police, and that's that just is what won in a landslide. Yes, it was the it was the obviously dominant choice, <laughs> um, and just this moment and CJ's like heart sinking as the this grandma person like leans into the teacher and asks something quietly, and the teacher like looks over and points at CJ, and then they both kind of like look at him. And just knowing in his gut, like, oh, no, something terrible has happened. Um, that's the moment. That is the moment. Yeah. And kind of devastating postscript. CEJ's dad was the one that designed the uniforms. Damn. Yeah. Jesus, Tyler. Yeah. Hey, man, I wasn't the, the one that killed him. So Salah EJ... Salamiji, Salamiji. It's you know what? It's my fault every time. I understand that. Salamiji, salami, and then Jay. Salamiji. Oh, go ahead. Uh, so well, I hate to be this guy, but Cej uh, or Salamiji licked his eyelids, uh, yeah. his eyeballs, and I looked it up, and uh, salamanders can't lick their eyeballs. Uh, geckos do, so maybe he is a lizard. Oh no. Oh. Wow. Oh, you, wow. I have been wow, corrected. Tyler. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. You, you know what? This also makes sense for something else then, actually. You guys are horrified. Those of you present are horrified to realize that it seems like Layla has branched out and actually been able to create a second tier of servant class, which is a lizard class of oh, wow. servants, which oh. makes sense because the kids are regular height, but the salamanders are all like shorter than crashly so it turns out these kids aren't salamanders they are lizards they are gecko type lizards so egg on my face gang (laughs) i'm so sorry (laughs) i got that yeah i've been trying to describe what we're all seeing here and i i missed that important detail (laughs) the grief demon got to tyler too (laughs) (laughs) so this grief demon though in this moment the salamijay you are completely frozen what is or really i you tell me what is the salamijay's response to this grief pouring over it uh i i, I run away okay and i'm gonna say to the grief demon and it's up to you if it has time or not to do this i'm gonna point to all of the lizard salamander people and just in a voice like unlike my own just say take them yeah that that totally works for me it gleefully leaps onto the backs and you see the other lizards in these kids screaming in pain and the, but the pain is not a physical pain they are screaming the raw horrible sound of someone who has lost something dear to them as they are experiencing these moments of grief that from the from the children whose memories they have mm. And they are completely immobilized as the grief demon lands in the center of them. And you see them all just bow under this grief and just and they're just like not moving. They're just like in the deepest depths of a depressive episode where it's just like you can't do anything except for be there. And actually, the grief demon starts also licking their eyeballs and is just like keeping them like their basic body functions and just sort of gleefully feeding on all of that grief. 
the rest of you are dealing with it. Janice, though, has a weird experience in this moment. Janice, <laughs> this grief hits you, and this is maybe the first time this has ever happened. Normally, what happens, these past lives take over, they're so powerful, and it's when they decide to leave or, or get bored or anything, or it's just the moment no longer is resonant, they disappear. This is a moment in which Crashly takes control back. Yeah, agreed. Will you tell us how that moment happens? Uh, I think that that when the the grief is just so intense that Crashly can feel it and is knocked back into like uh realizes that it's because CEJ's dead because like she didn't really experience that that uh, reveal right. as Janice did. So I think it's when she, like when when my when Crashly's consciousness like understands that reality. She just comes back. She like charges forward um, and Janice goes bye-bye again. And um, and what I want to understand with this is, yeah, was it is it a thing that Crashly always let past lives kind of take over and run their course and now for the first time is not? Or is Crashly discovering a new ability to control her relationship to the, her past lives that she didn't have previously? I think it's something in between. So like, I think that in the past, I, I think it's like a seizure kind of situation where like they, they would, it would happen to her and she didn't have control over that. Um, and in this case, and, and like often it would happen with intense emotions and that would like knock her kind of like out of herself. And I think this is the inverse happening. So, um, I think that like experiencing this intense emotion just like probably allows whatever the connection is to the past lives to open up again and her to have the wherewithal in that moment to like come through. Does that make sense? It does. So Crashly, okay. you are going to remove the insecure condition. Okay. As you oh, really embrace like this moment and this self like you are still horribly devastated by this news and everything, but like you come into yourself a little bit more fully. So yeah. there is no world in which you would be feeling insecure in this moment because you know who you are, what you're capable of and what you can do. The floor is yours, Crashly. Salamije is sprinting away from the grief demons, from this party, sprinting towards the bowels of the power plant. And Crashly Grenadine, who was just touching him on the shoulder, is maybe within 30 feet of him as he's sprinting away. What do you do? Well, here's the deal with Crashly. She leveled up in between these last two games and gained right. something, which is a haven. And oh. what Crashly really gained is a an armory <laughs> full of weird, um, like, monster-specific weapons or tools. So I can... I decide to grab my, so, you know, Crashly loves her garrote, mm -hmm. um, but he's too far away for that. And also Crashly's not sure if killing is what she wants to do in this moment, but she does have like a Wonder Woman lasso type of situation. So like a lasso of truth kind of thing uh, in the armory, which is her fanny pack. So she's going <laughs> to reach into her fanny pack and grab that out. So, so, I have to roll. so your haven is your fanny pack. Is that correct? <laughs> Yeah, I love it. That's that's great. Yes, of course. Well, we got to make those. Oh yeah, new merch coming. Oh yeah. So I have to roll to see if I can pull out 
That's right. Lasso. And you need to roll plus weird, but luckily yeah. you don't have insecurity anymore. So, and Correct. also the other thing that I will say in this is because this is, this is a bit of an oversight from before. And I want to clarify this because a good keeper, a good DM is willing to acknowledge when they were not fully as up to speed as they thought they were. I told you that I would tell you anytime CEJ lied. There is one moment where CEJ described what was going to happen at the power plant. And that was a lie because there is no way what he was describing is what he thought was going to happen. It was a lie. And I didn't tell you that. So to amend it, I will say this. You did suss out. There was something very sus about CEJ. You have been sort of on a subconscious level expecting something to go wrong. So you do have a plus one to any roles related to Salamije. Okay. Well, in that case, I got an 11. <laughs> oh, shit. So okay, great. <laughs> I pull so, out my rope and it works. I think that's how it works. I'm not sure or yeah, if I need you, to roll again. No, you have it. You have the you yeah. have the item in hand. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to lasso him around his little lizard waist around his arms, you know, like lasso him like a cowboy. Great. Salamije, you get lassoed. What do you do? Now, Tyler, can I try to angle my running away to discreetly lead everyone, especially Crashly Janice, towards Layla's prison? You can. Now, I'll remind you that I don't think what your goal is. That's not what the salamander or... I guess with what goal in mind? What what is your intention with that? I need well, I I need to get them to it so that I can get Susan to undo it. Right, but and you need something specifically from Susan bef- before that, which you know she would not have on her person. Oh, I that's true. But I have a copy. You know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna turn around and I'm gonna face I'm gonna face down Janice. Okay. And you turn around and it's not Janice anymore. It's Crashly. I mean, you have the memories of CEJ. So you remember one. So you have CEJ's memories of Crashly's experience with her past lives. She's weird. Sometimes her weirdness is so weird that other weird people that she used to be have come back and taken over. So you know that and you know when it's not there. So you in a moment, you're like, this is Crashly. Also, I need you to tell us directly did CEJ have a crush on Crashly? No. Okay. So you look very quick. Wow. You look and yeah. you are seeing the boy who you used to be's dear friend, livid, uh, has lassoed you in place. You turn around and, and look at her. And what do you do? Um, I'm going to charge at her and I'm going to try to put my poison skin in her mouth. <gasps> no. Jesus Christ. Okay. I secrete. I start secreting <laughs> and. Into into the mouth I go. Yep. So go ahead and Sell roll to Mick, kick some ass. Jay. And am C-E-J. I still using CEJ things? You can, yeah, for, for the most part. I'm going to take away stuff if it seems out of keeping with it, but until okay, then. I rolled, I rolled a five. Okay. But I burn a luck. <laughs> no, I don't know. That I'm going to take luck away luck. from you at this point. <laughs> what? This is... You can't have it. Yeah, because you're, you're not. A little... That was CEJ's luck. Seems stacked against the monsters. It does, doesn't it? So on a kick some ass, you fail the roll. And so let's see here. You are going to get your ass kicked instead. 
So, and I think the way that this works is Crashly, you have this magical lasso. What is the effect that it is able to do? You reference the lasso of truth. Is it literally that? Like it causes truth telling or does it have some other ability inherent to it? I mean, I would love... Is it too overpowered if it causes truth telling? Because that's what I want it to be, but... I do not think so, no. Okay, yeah, it causes truth telling. So, yeah, I think... I mean, my, my... my image of it is that it it requires the person to answer questions while they're lassoed, answer them truthfully. I love this. I also love the idea that Crashly designed it specifically to be the Wonder Woman lasso of truth. Yes. Like just <laughs> was like, that's a great idea. I'm going to make my own. <laughs> okay. So as the Salamijay turns and charges at you, secreting this oily, viscous goo on its skin, you put the effect of the lasso into effect. So what I'm going to say then is the lasso automatically succeeds at what is up with you. So what question are you asking from Salamije? Why did you bring us here? And Salamije, you pull up short and you have a a compelling force push through you and you answer honestly. Layla must be freed. And only one person has the ritual needed to release her from her prison. Susan Wexler, bane of monsters, and also lover of monsters. <laughs> Second. Siege... No, continue your little speech, lizard. Oh, yeah. Um, also, you know, second best Wexler. Wow. <laughs> Ouch. Wow. Is dead? And it's not close. There's like a wide gap. <laughs> I would say most of the monsters agree. I pull out my flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. You have your flamethrower pulled. I mean, I also asked, is CEJ really dead? You did. You're right. Yeah. So, yeah, you get asked that question. Salamija. Hella dead. So dead. <laughs> we poked him until he died. Oh, oh he, he must have hated that. Oh, God, he hates being poked. He, doesn't he complained the whole time. From the shadows walking forward is Adam Miller. Adam, as you are walking in, you felt the ping of danger. I think when the grief demon appeared, even though it wasn't specifically targeting Shamanda, like that is still an imminent threat so far as the bond is concerned. So you experienced that. The 10 minutes had passed and you rushed into the power plant. As you're running in, you hear the voice of this lizard i think maybe liz ej whatever <laughs> i'll leave alan to the liz to the, EJ. <laughs> the new words what? as you run I... in you hear the salamander lizard person say that about cej hella dead we poked what? him he what? complained the whole time he was a real uh... baby about it all he did was say that he shouldn't be in this kind of situation because he's just a kid I look to Susan. Susan, is what this this snake person with legs and arms says true? <laughs> yeah, Cej Cej is gone, but um, if we survive, I think I can fix this. We just have to stay alive. And I, I turn into a, a a caterpillar. Okay. You do. Yeah, you turn into a caterpillar. And I charge at this guy, and I go for blood. 
Okay. Yeah, unless one of your friends is stopping you, that's going to happen. I'll give a moment to see. I mean, like, hey, I know we got soul bonded not too long ago, but you could at least acknowledge me when you walk in the room. (laughs) Cha. I know your boyfriend's dead or whatever, but I'm, like, still here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, do you respond Uh, to that? I imagine Adam Miller does not respond to that and continues forward with the charge. Why don't you salamander your ass over here? (laughs) (laughs) Salamander. There we go. (laughs) So, yeah, so that's so Shamanda calls that out and just gets kind of brushed aside in this moment by Adam Miller. What? Go ahead. I am just going to say, wait, it sounds like we should get Susan out of here. They want her here. No, I know that you're, I understand the the impulse to talk and stuff. A caterpillar is charging at. Uh, So this is not a moment in which you can, there is not really time to discuss this. Adam Miller has become a monster and is charging to attack another monster. What are you doing? I'll I'll give him help. I'll like, uh, I'll help. So you're just like pulling I'm the lasso tight. the lasso tighter, yeah. Got it. And Shamanda, in this moment, are you just calling out these kind of negs from the side? <laughs> yeah, I'm just <laughs> Fuck negging. Yeah. I, fuck, I, I love it. It makes so much sense to me. <laughs> and Susan, are you doing anything? I'm charging right behind him, baby. Because, yeah, I will say this is not going to be a role situation. If nobody is stopping him, Adam Miller is going to get to do whatever Adam Miller is mm-hmm. Trying yeah. to so do. he's been doing that this whole time. Hello, <laughs> he just turned himself into a caterpillar all willy nilly. Didn't even acknowledge any of us. Where's the wolf? <laughs> you can't do that to me. I have your soul. That's true. I would never. No. I would never. You couldn't. Yeah. Uh, and sensing that Shamanda thinks that some stuff has been glossed over, as I run, I'm going to yell. My hair has changed. <laughs> Adam Miller, you're running forward. This salam- this lizard salamander snake with legs is there and bound up tight. What are you doing? I'm biting him. Okay. Yeah, you're going to bite so that... Just as a soft reminder, I'm still covered in poison. I know. Yeah. So oh. you are going to bite. I think this is going to be your full thing. Yikes. So this is going to be, you're using your teeth. This is a three harm, ignore armor. Mm-hmm. No, well, I don't. do that, I do have a way to help. I do have a real way to help. This, oh, go ahead. In my bag, I do have dental dams. Thank you. Safe sex education in school. <laughs> so I'm going to throw it. At, I don't know if it will work, but I'm going to throw it at um, Adam Miller and say, use this before you bite. Crashly, you go ahead and roll protect someone. Okay. <laughs> So roll plus tough. <laughs> oh, and you get a plus one on this because this is against the CEJ okay. creature. So I got a seven. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so what is going to happen then is you will suffer suffer some or all of the harm that they were going to get. So as we walk through this, Adam Miller bites hard down on the salamander. It is over for the salamander. The salamander nice. is not going to survive this encounter. As it bites, there is a spurt, and some of its neurotoxin sprays out and sprays Crashly full in the face. Ouch. Oh, damn. So, God damn it. Actually, you're going to need to act under pressure, Crashly. Okay. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. I'm the one that face. threw a dental dam at you. Um, I got a 13. 14, I guess. You're unaffected. One. Yeah, you you <laughs> God have never damn. taken damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's insane. It really is. Time? Yeah, ever. 
I've been healthy this entire time. That's so good for you. Yeah, you just watch as Adam Miller goes in. And I'm going to pull the camera back a little bit, so we're not going to see all of the details of this. But Adam Miller, are you holding back at all on any level? I don't think I am. I think here, I think the 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 day that Adam Miller has had being told by his aunt that his whole goal was to keep CEJ safe, saving who he thought was CEJ, and finding out it's a salamander who killed CEJ. I, I don't think Adam Miller is. I think he's all caterpillar. I don't think he even knows he's human anymore. Yeah. So you are going to heal because you are just going to continually life drain. Nice this salamander so you are actually i'm just gonna say you go back to full health oh with this i haven't been that since like episode one i know (laughs) alan what are its last words the salamanders Uh uh-huh she must be served (laughs) (laughs) oh god yeah that's just all it shouts what was that at the end what was it was it's a death rattle it's oh, a, yeah, a oh yeah, very good. So you guys are there for the moment. So I'm going to pull us back out of this. I want to cut over to Dirk Fleifer. You have left the Quivic house, and <laughs> you saw that you saw these high school kids that you vaguely kind of know do magic, fight a ghost, and then be like, "Hey, look at this trick we did. Do you believe it?" And you were like. No, I don't. I obviously can tell that this is real magic. <laughs> where do you go next? Like where you go back to to where you live. Where is that? What are the circumstances around that? Um, there is a old junkyard on the outside of town where they there's like a bunch of discontinued school buses kind of in a circle. Um, and I sleep on top of one of the school buses. <laughs> like a cat? Yeah, yeah. Do you have like a mattress or anything, or you just sleep on the metal? No, I just roof? climb up there and I sleep so I can look at the stars. Yeah. So you go back there. I mean, it's morning at this point, sort of late morning. So presumably you're not going back to sleep. So what are you doing once you get there? Um. Well, okay. So it's morning when I get there. So I sit around for a minute and I'm just kind of thinking to myself, like, wow, that was interesting and new. Um, I wonder where they are now. And uh, I go wandering about town to look for everybody. Great. We should call them slizzards. Sorry, I was just... Slizzards. Ooh, that's, that's slizzards. Good. That's good. So, Derek, you decided to walk around the city. I'm, wa- I'm wandering. I'm wandering. I'm having a wander about town. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look for the gang, sort of. But also, it's been the first time in a long time that I've been shaken out of my routine. Yeah. So... I'm now also kind of taking into noticing some of the changes around town that have happened. And, you know, there's like, we have like, we got a Target now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, there's a Dairy Queen. There's what? a lot of chain stores. I'm, ooh, I go into the Dairy Queen. Also, ooh. can you just tell us, when is the last time you noticed change? Like, how many years ago did you last notice change in ooh. Haverford? It's, I kind of... um I kind of stopped really paying close attention and just settled into my day-to-day uh, like 35 years ago. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> so you kind of come out of it and notice. So yeah, in this time, and actually, what am I saying? It's not a Dairy Queen. You notice there's a Cold Stone Creamery. Ooh. And you, you walk in. They look a little harried 
because the shift manager hasn't shown up in a couple of weeks. <laughs> and it's clear they're struggling to replace her. So there's it's trouble there. And you see um, somebody that you don't really know. You've interacted maybe once or twice when you were in class and he came to do presentations. But uh, Ranger Elong is there and he is ordering. And, you know, Ranger Elong remembers kids from the school. So he's just like, oh, hey, uh, Derek. Derek, good to see you. Good. Uh, hi. Hello. Good to see you, Byron. <laughs> oh, wow. You remembered my name. Of course I do. We know each other. And I kind of giggle to myself because I'm repressing that we also went to high school together. <laughs> yeah. Is this a vampire? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's too happy. Yeah, but also he's like old? Yeah, and, yeah. and Byron's looking at you a, a little confused. He's like, I swear, though, I re- recognize you from somewhere, though. Did is you it do. just Oh, where? We went to school together. Okay, kid. Uh look, I've had a long day. Please don't pull my chain. Dude, Ranger Elong. I get it. A long day. Uh, oh, that wow, you know my last name. <laughs> uh weird lick. I'm just trying to buy some ice cream for for my girlfriend before I go over to her place. Oh, cool. Who's your girlfriend? Uh wow. Uh her name's <laughs> Diane. Uh <laughs> Oh, that's great. Hey, <laughs> best of luck to you. You know Thank what? Thank you. Just as long as you keep it cool and keep it cash, you should be fine. Sweet and easy, as I always say. I, I uh, You and me both. I love saying that. Anyway, have a good time. And he says at the <laughs> door, he picks up, he hears his order called, and he goes and he picks up his blizzard, and he walks out of the Dairy Queen. <laughs> Wait, Wait, is it is a Dairy Queen or, or is it Cold Stone? Stone. <laughs> The world is falling apart. Oh, my gosh. That's what's going oh. on. The- oh, my God. Oh, what? my God. Derek realizes, wait, this was a, this was not this. Whoa. And Derek realizes it has started. <gasps> no. Whoa. Ah! I've got to get to the power plant. Yeah, Derek, you know exactly where the things are going down. Yeah. Yep. And I, 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 I know this. Um, but real quick, I order some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's pretty confusing because at one point you're ordering a blizzard and at another point it's some, you know, slab ice cream, cold stone. At one point you're getting a milkshake from a McDonald's. It just oh. keeps flowing back and forth. And at one point you're just standing in dirt. Wow. Fascinating. And then it kind of locks back into a cold stone creamery as you are ding, 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 going out the door and you hear a song start as somebody rings the bell and tips. I guess it's probably you. We're cheerful and we'll holler because we got a dollar. We're happy because we all are the Colstone family. Thanks for the tip. Click, click. <laughs> so you make your way over to the power plant. And as you are, well, I assume you're walking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to walk. You start to see this happening more and more. And it is getting worse the closer you get to the power plant, which again is right behind the old Navy houses are shifting and moving. And there's a house and it's a a single story ranch. And then suddenly it's a double story kind of um, mid modern style. The the houses are shifting in their things. And sometimes you're just walking through a forest and sometimes there is a house there. And like every once in a while, it's like a bustling metropolis. And sometimes it's just like a ghost town. It is just shifting through realities as something is unmoored and you can feel it especially you can feel it on a 
celestial level, the checks and balances that keep the universe running are no longer checked or balanced. Wow. And you <laughs> you know that what is beginning is the coherence. Oh, no. That's not good. It's not. Better find the gang. This guy is a weird. Yeah, so you <laughs> actually just sort of cheerfully walk in. You wave past the security guard at the entrance to the power plant. Hey, Maggie. And <laughs> Maggie waves, <laughs> and then you see like she's suddenly a different person, like an older man. And then he changes into a child that is just running down the street. And then the guard station is just changes into a VW bus that drives away. And then all of those are gone. And then Maggie is just standing there and she's sort of in like an over shirt, like a sleeping shirt. And she's just looking confused. And she says like, um, hi, hi. And then she's gone and disappears. And <laughs> classic Maggie, <laughs> you continue <laughs> to walk in to the power plant, which is it is not shifting. The power plant is like rigidly staying and holding its shape. Um, I pet the coyote on the head on my way in, and I walk inside. (laughs) Great. The rest of you, you are inside. You watch as Adam Miller finishes this grisly attack on the slizzard that we're seeing here that was CEJ. What are you all doing? I think we got to get Susan out of here if she's, like, so important to whatever this evil lizard group wants to do. Right? Yeah. What's like the most spiritual part of this uh, power plant that we could get to to like harness all of Wexler's spells and shit? Now, also, I do want to say so, Adam Miller, you know, you were told that CEJ was important. That hasn't been shared yet. I don't know uh-huh. if it's something that you w- in this state would share or not. I just want to see. If the answer is no, that's fine. Uh, once, yeah. So the salamander is clearly deceased. You have eaten this salamander <laughs> all right uh yeah I, I i transform back and uh i'm just like this adam miller covered in like salamander goo and stuff mm-hmm. and just like it doesn't matter it's too late everything's over we needed cej what do you mean he we was one of the him. he was one of the 36 that needed to be kept safe to keep the universe in balance and I fucked up. And I think I just like continue. I, I think I just walk away from them into the power plant looking for more chaos. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to stop him from that. How? Uh, just I'm going to do like the mom arm <laughs> where you're trying to walk somewhere and just like try to just stop him with basically my arm and try to turn it into a hug. And, okay. and while Wexler's doing this, I pull out a conch shell out of my Jansport backpack, <laughs> and I, I blare it off, and all of the softball team just appears. <gasps> yeah. Astrid and Adriana step forward mm. with the rest of the team, and they're, Adriana's just like, we thought you might need a little more backup than just the two of us. What's up? It looks as like uh, we got to Adam's, – Adam's trying to flee. We need him to stay here. Stay with us. They create a perimeter around <laughs> – and they're doing that. Now, here is the thing that I, I want to, to understand in this moment. So Crashly has pulled herself back into this moment. Susan is kind of reeling from this. And obviously, Adam Miller is feeling completely hopeless. 
And I think, Adam Miller, that is a condition that you are taking in this moment as well is is hopeless. Oh, I agree. Shamanda, something has been kind of bubbling through, and I think this is the moment that it bubbles to the surface, which is you've realized over the last two hours that all of this stuff that has been going on, like your entire life, a friend of yours introduces you to a, a mysterious person who looks like right or strong. You sell your soul. You start to work for the devil and you're, you're good at it. You are good at convincing others to follow the same path. All of these things you have to run because of Marfa, the farmer's, farmer's market, market bandit. bandit. <laughs> you come here, you meet Adam Miller, all of this stuff. You're starting to realize like, wait, was this all just so that I could hold on to his soul for him? Like, it's starting to seem like you're surrounded by these people who are important and seem to be affecting the world around them in big ways. Like Crashly, who is your sort of adoptive cousin, she looks strong and secure and believing who she is. And she is very good at stuff. She's a teen detective now. Yeah. Susan is always seems to have an answer or a possible solution or something like that. You like have been running constantly and just trying to find a way to get yourself ahead. And it turns out every time that th it seems like you have, that it's actually just somebody using you. And in this moment, Adam Miller is just sort of pitying himself and, and walking away from everything. And I'm really curious how Shamanda is reacting to all of those feelings that are inside of her. Ah, uh, Shamanda is livid that she wasted all of this time. And yeah, she said wasted. All of this time having to be so concerned about Adam, about CEJ, all of this when it was pre-designed. And she's, I want to sever this bond with him. I don't oh. want to have anything to do with him whatsoever. Uh, I'm, I want to evolve into whoever Shamanda is supposed to be. Okay. So how are you doing that? Uh, I, I'm centering myself and using my charlatan to like actually invoke power. No, no, no. S scratch that. I'm going to summon the devil. <gasps> okay. Okay. Interesting. All right. So here's what I want you to do, Shamanda. You are going to roll plus weird. Okay. Eight. Okay, great. So this is going to be essentially a use magic. So you are going to successfully summon Damon. And I need you to tell me which of these things is going to be that your summoning is weak, that it's of short duration, that you take some harm from it, that it draws unwelcome attention, or that it has a problematic side effect. Uh, problematic side effect. Wonderful. I love it. You... While everybody else is walking away, dealing with this, all of this stuff, and you're sitting there ignored, you're at the end of your rope, and you hold all of yourself together. And just like you said, that charlatan is not a charlatan anymore. You have been around these magic people, and instead of a thing where somebody is giving you power, instead you are taking it, and you summon the devil to this place. He did not agree to those terms, and yet you do it anyway. And Damon appears before you right or strong nice and he has <laughs> some crafty like a sandwich in one hand and he's uh, saying like no ben it's not what the fuck what's going on i didn't call you shamanda 
yeah, but this is how Shamanda felt. Here's how it's going down. I'm taking the throne of hell. You're dethroned. I'm taking all your power right here, right now, because I'm tired of being bonded to this bozo. I'm taking back my power right now. Shamanda, in the moment that you're doing this, he smirks a cruel, cold smile, and he's like... That's not the deal. I'm so sorry. But I understand your frustration. I take your concerns. And I promise I will try to do better in the future. And he turns to leave. And then he is unable to. And he is like, wait, where where are we? Where? And you see runes around the power plant walls light up. And he says, no. Shamanda, what did you do? It's the only thing I had to do. Worry about Shamanda. (laughs) Dang. And Shamanda, you feel a presence in your through your telepathy. You feel you feel so wronged and like hurt. And you feel a sympathetic force from somewhere else deep in the power plant. And a a woman's voice, very weak in your head, says you could be free of this. Layla? Help me and I'll help you. How do I know this isn't just another bullshit deal? It is, but aren't they all? <laughs> You're damn right. <laughs> that was a really cool thing to say. <laughs> uh, well, if I'm going to blow up the game, we might as well blow up the whole universe. I'm in. Great. And is she saying that out loud? Like in front of all of us? Shamanda, you tell us. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love uh, my laser focus. I'm like clearly speaking to somebody else and having a full conversation, but it's out loud. Crashly, how are yeah. you responding to this? Um, I'm going to I, I'm just going to say, Shamanda, no, don't let a don't let some stupid boy let it make you turn your energy in on yourself. This is he's not worth like dying for or killing the universe. Let's just Goody Stevens wouldn't allow that to happen. Goody Stevens would just go with it. Janice would just go with it. Oh my god. They're like so embarrassing though, Shamanda. And like Goody Stevens, they're both dead. And I don't want to die. I don't want you to kill me. Go on. It's just some Mothman. Like you could probably date like Joshua if you wanted. After all this, I take off running into the power plant with all the softball team following me. My horde. And here's the thing. (laughs) They follow you lockstep because this is a moment in which your telepathy is giving them no option. You just have they are unthinking in this moment. Just this horde of people follow you as you charge into the power plant towards Layla. She does say one thing to you. Uh, before you go and she's like you need susan yeah and i'm gonna be whispering to to adam to be like i know you're very upset right now but we're gonna have to fix that (laughs) 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 fine okay if you can if we can stay alive i can fix this you sure because i was told that we can't i look him dead in the eyes and i say I'm Susan Wexler, bitch. <laughs> and then the softball kids grab you, Susan. Oh. 
and pull you <laughs> with them along and just hoard over you and pull you deeper into the power plant following okay, I'm going to make myself very happy. I am dead bonesing these girls. <laughs> and I know that's not going to change it, but I want you to know that I'm doing that. And as Susan gets pulled away, the other dead two bones. of you, Crashly and, and Adam, you're not as uh, Shamanda just runs. Shamanda, do you want to say anything before you disappear from view? We should have called them slizzards from the beginning. <laughs> and at that moment... Adam and Crashly, as you stare at each other, kind of open mouth in shock, Derek walks in. And Derek, what do you say? Hey, everybody. <laughs> oh, what? so sorry. It's me, Derek Pfeiffer. I don't, I don't know who you are, but this is oh, not Oh, I go a to school time. with Crashly. Hi, Derek. Hey, Crashly. Hi. What are you doing here? Uh, fab question. Um, I am here... To see what is going on. I think this whole town is kind of like a bit of a pickle. Yeah. Yeah. Are you here to help? Do you know what's going on? What do you mean? Well, if I'm not mistaken, I believe a square named Layla is trying to break out of her trap. A square? A square? Do you know Janice? And the answer is yes. I know Janice. Okay, listen. Here's the deal. Adam. And specifically, Derek knew Janice. Yeah, right. I went to school with Janice. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Janice what? went to school with Ranger along? Nope. Well, they were several years apart. <laughs> I feel yeah. like this guy is timeless. <laughs> uh, I don't think we have time for this right now. Derek, are you in or you're out? And I think I just run after the team. Yeah, same. We got to get Susan. We couldn't save CEJ, but now Susan's the key. Oh, I'm 100% in. I'm in like the sin that is gin. Oh, mm. gosh. She's from Prohibition, too. So Derek, Adam Miller, and Crashly run into the power plant to follow. Are we fighting? We might have to. Yeah, I think we're going to have to. Okay. Um, and I reach, I reach out, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to use one of my moves... Um, it's called What I Need When I Need It. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I kind of reach out forward at almost just into space, but there's like this glowing sort of slit that appears in the air, just the space in front of me. Uh, and I reach into it like I'm uh, putting my hand in between the seams of a curtain. And when I pull it back out, I pull a fucking gigantic flaming sword out of it. <laughs> and I put it on my shoulder shit. and I just start like wa- walking after the other two. And I think I turned to Crashly and I'm like, I- I'm glad he's on our side. Yeah, I think I like this guy. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay, let's go. Wait, do you have a crush on him? She called dibs already. <laughs> At that moment, where we're going to leave thing is... Crashly and Adam share this sort of (laughs) moment of familiarity and you're running forward. You can see over your shoulders the open door of the loading dock of the power plant, the Haverford generating station. And as you look out, it's darkness. There is nothing there. But And when I say like darkness, I don't mean like it's dark out. I mean like it's black, like nothing exists. Just void space? Not even space. Nothing. There is just nothingness there. And you realize something is deeply wrong. 
and that's where we'll end our session for today. Uh, oh shit. Thanks so much for listening, Monster Hunters. If you enjoyed this, give us a rating on iTunes, tell your friends, or even better, join our Discord where you can talk to us directly about what you're interested in, what you've enjoyed, or what you want to see happen next, if there is a next. Until next time, watch out for the goonch. Rolling, 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 keep those dices rolling, 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 Wexler. <laughs> Do you love Star Wars but kind of wish you didn't? Then join us on the Expounded Universe podcast as we read through all the old Star Wars novels that took the galaxy far, far away that you know and love and turned it into a place where Han Solo can punch a giant otter and Luke Skywalker almost gets eaten by a giant gold-plated pillar of Dinty Moore beef stew. Did you like Princess Leia? Well, too bad! Now she's a space racist! Don't believe me? You'll just have to listen to find out on Expounded Universe.